1: Whether it be a detail, wash or service, Barrick BMW have all your motoring needs
2: covered. Rotoflex, world-leading biomechanical design by Bluntson. Stability meets the freedom to move. Available at participating retailers now. Run Home with
3: Andy and Gazy. It's oh, very strange. very strange hearing that at three minutes past 12 in the afternoon, Keith. Good afternoon to you and lovely to be here. It's a delight to be here filling in for uh, Dwayne. Oh, I suppose we're filling in.
4: I I actually don't know what we're doing. (laughs) Um, I'm not a
5: doctor. I'm not a biomechanist.
4: (laughs) No, but you're a superstar. And um, I'm sure there's a lot of disappointed people out there
3: not hearing the dulcet tones of uh, one D. Russell. That's not going to stop us from making the pledge that Dwayne makes at this time every single day. 100%.
4: Go
3: ahead, you say it, please. Well, if you
4: call, we're going to guarantee that you get on. It's the uh, Dwayne Pipe guarantee that he puts in, and he says it way more succinctly than I do. You call, you get on. You call, you get on. Phone us in, whatever the topic may be, jump on, we'll discuss it to the best of our abilities, and um, we'll have a bit of fun for the next two and a half hours. It can
3: be anything you like, it can be, mm. when Tim Kelly's going to join us on the show later on, Tim Gossage has asked him to press record over there in WA when he made his big first big statement for 2023, and that mm. was that Tim Kelly will be the biggest improver in season 2023 in the AFL. Not just at the West Coast Eagles, but in in the the AFL. AFL. Mm. Well, if you'd like to challenge Tim Gossage's assertion, not about Tim Kelly. Well, how can you make that? If you've got somebody else in mind who you think will go from here to there and make the biggest quantum leap in 2023... Feel free to declare who would will mm. be if it's not going to be Tim Kelly. I think it's going to come with not a
4: lot of credibility. he doesn't Tim, have to have any. Tim, Goss- <laughs> Tim Gossage just least seen him out in the training track. It's five past so twelve some-
3: on a Thursday arvo. doesn't right. have to have any credibility. It's Dwayne's oh, world. It's you point. call, you get on. It's Midday Madness, mate. Well, oh- and it's called Midday Madness hey. for a reason. We because it can be mad. Go completely mad. It can be a mad theory that you're putting out mm. there into the marketplace, but we are here to hear it. Is this
4: a mad theory, Andy? I've Just um, before we come on the airwaves, I was uh, just readi- reading up, and we, were, we spoke yesterday a lot about uh, what's going on in India with the pitch preparation. And we're going there straight after the show My at 25
3: past two this afternoon.
4: David Warner has come out and said he's actually genuinely considering batting
3: right-handed not unprecedented in recent times to completely switch no. hit. well joe root i think joe root did it for a couple of balls uh in pakistan mm. last year only for a couple of balls and i i read somewhere that sunil gavaska did mm. it for a sustained period of time in a particular innings back in about 1982 right but what what does it say if you've got so a suppose like who's made twenty-five test centuries mm. or whatever it is, the batting li- left-handed. The, the the right
4: side of the pitch. Yep, a doc just horrific, very tasty. The other
3: side of the pitch. Can you do that? Well, you can. There's no rule. I mean, you can switch hit, you can reverse, you no, can do I all mean, sorts can, of stuff. But can, so you, can you want you to face up right-handed... But can you prepare a pitch that's so dramatically different from one side to the other? Well, we will wait and see. Mm. This could be the biggest beat-up in the history of sport. I think it is. This Indian pitch.
4: I think we've blown it. I think we've blown it out of proportion, myself. Well, I we- thought about it last night. And I said... Who cares what they dish up dish up? We're mm. going to be able to do. We'll, we'll be okay. Let's just look it in the eye,
3: take it on, and say we'll cop that. We'll beat you anyway. There's the NBA play, the NBL playoffs uh, tonight. As they start tonight, a doubleheader. Mm. Jack Robinson. Now, you, I know a lot of people don't take surfing that seriously as a competitive sport, but mark this name down. We all know the great Australian names. We all know the Mick Fanning, Steph Gilmore. We know the Australian surfing champions. Mm. I'm not going to go out on a limb too soon, too early. Mm. But this kid's going to be – I think this kid's got ultimate capital G greatness written all over him. He's just one pipeline, the kid out of WA. Mm. Uh, He has burst onto the scene at at, uh, World Championship level in the last 18 months. I, 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 I've, got, I've got a feeling this. This you'll you'll know the name Jack Robinson within a couple of years. Even if well, you're, you're not you, very big into surfing. You're not really going out on
4: a limb. A lot of people have identified him. I mean, you're making a. a oh, call. When was the last
3: time you heard him heard his name mentioned? No,
4: but once you told me about him, oh, I, I did do today. a Google search, yeah, and it's, it's not like no one hasn't recognised his talent.
3: No, his talent's been recognised, but he's just—he's now surfing in the very deep end of the pool against the very best well, actually, on planet Earth. It's not that deep. At no, bottom not, <laughs> not a bottom a and a Well, no, even showing Very nasty stuff. Uh, so there's a whole lot of stuff to get stuck in. Uh, I want to make one point right from the word mm-hmm. go. And uh, Brett Phillips needs to uh, – everybody in the tennis community who covers this game, and I'm not blaming BP, but you are all guilty – Yes. of allowing mm. tennis players yes. to get away with things that other sports people would never get yeah. away with. And we're not going to go through the litany of, of poor behaviour displayed by tennis players over the last, well, 20, 25 years. Yes. But if you haven't seen this Alexander um, Rublik, mm. Bublik, Rublik, it, Bublik. Bublik mm. after he was defeated in the first round of the French Open, the tournament he won last year, the Russian. It's not the French Open. <laughs> French Open. It's not the French, o- French Open. the French Open. Is, French Open is, is, oh, was, oh, French is a major. It's the French something. It's not yeah, the French, not the French, not the French, open. French it. open. It's the it's the Open to something French. Yes, it is. It's got a mm. funny title. It sounds like the French Open. You know, it's not the French Open, no, but, but a tournament but, in France. Yeah, uh, he's been knocked over in the first round, mm. and has gone on a a, yeah. a, a violent display mm. of racket abuse. The like of which I've never seen before. And, and that is saying something in the world of tennis.
4: Well, that's right. I, I think we saw Baghdadis, remember years ago at the Australian Open, do something because he's, he's out there. He's finished the game and he's lost. So he smashed the, the racket he was with, walked over, picks up another racket, smashes that one. I'm not done yet. Get another one, another Yonex, boom, 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 smashing it uh, to the Scheisenhausen.
3: It was a very petulant Smashing, just stupid. So, what should happen to him? He's going to get a twenty thousand dollars fine, which should be a pimple on his backside. Is that what he's going to get? Well, that's what. It, well, that's what they do in tennis. They well, they, th- they let us leave these blokes. Should be automatically thrown
4: out of the. You should finish the game right in there. Ta-da, You lose. No, but anyway, not, not just- and then maybe a, a, a another tournament or two. I'm giving him at least a couple of months.
3: You have a spell and have a look at yourself. Good. And see if you can reevaluate where you're at. Has tennis indulged these prima donnas so often? for incredibly poor behaviour mm. and given them not significant enough penalties mm. uh, so that they're all in this reality now, this headspace reality, that they mm. think we can do anything. Who cares if they fine us? Who cares if I get mm. to a one-tournament ban? It doesn't matter. Mm. I'm, I'll go to Monte Carlo. I'll go to the Maldives. Yes. I need a week off anyway. Or dives. Or, or dives. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a bazillion thousand, bazillion dollars in the – what, what mm. is it, Maldives?
4: I thought it was Maldives, but I could, you could be right. You say,
3: you say potato, I say potato.
4: Mm, mm.
3: Um, Maldives. I think I've always said Maldives. Hey, you
4: call, you get on. If you know the answer, you call. You might have to wait a little while because, gee whiz,
3: we've got some. Uh, Hello. They're coming for us. The
4: pipes candy. world.
3: <laughs> Just... I like it. <laughs> to your calls, there's a whole lot of stuff to get stuck in. New had prizes. Free. Yeah. Uh, we yeah, have yeah, got we've got prizes. Prices. Tim Kelly, Ryan Gardner will cross over to India before 2.25 mm. to catch up with the latest over there. And it does seem like mm. the big uh, selection leak is that Todd Murphy will be playing the mm. Victorian well, Senior. You,
4: you called it yesterday. Thank, Thank you very much. My mum and dad are on the plane going and over that there. That is true.
3: He's only played five first class games. I'd ne- I'll be honest, I'm
4: not familiar with a lot of his you've work. Have you never heard
3: of Jack Robinson? Have you never heard of Todd I Murphy? I have heard of
4: Jack Robinson, not, but I didn't. Not until this morning. I'll be honest, not until probably a week ago. Murphy was not high on my recognition when it, came. but now that I've done a deep dive into the situation, how do? You? Not very, okay. But it's deeper than normal. Yes, that I'm, uh, I'm, I'm quite liking what it brings to the table. This is, we're unveiling a
3: potential superstar. <laughs> Wowie. we I can't So be wrong. you've declared Todd Murphy. I've declared Jack Robinson.
6: Let's wow. see by
3: the end of their careers who is more uh, mm. uh, more befitting yes. of the superstar title, shall mm. we, by the end of it all. We'll get to your calls. I you. might have gone a bit early with the superstar, but I live in hope. Why so not? Do I. No, so do I. I hope you're right. Yeah, I hope you're right. Mm. You call, you get on. That's our midday madness promise to you. Glenn's in Broadmeadows. Good afternoon to you, mate.
7: Yeah, good afternoon, guys. I think with the pitches, we need to do with the curators what we do with the umpires. We need neutral... Uh, Test match curator So the uh, curator Should be hired By the ICC Not the venue And that way There's no There's no pressure Coming from the venue You know Let's make the test match Last Let's make it flat nut. You're going to do What the ICC um, Tells you to do Um, We have dropping pitches now So Mm. You could have the one guy Building the pitches For every single International match Played in the country At a time And to me That would get rid of All the um, You know Captain telling the curator what to do, the venue telling the curator what to do. Mm. Just someone, you know, um, same as I'm. unbiased, neutral,
3: independent Is curators. Oh, no, I don't know. I don't know. I wonder whether there might be something to that, Glenn. But maybe they have a an independent inspector comes in. You know, a prescribed period of time before. A test match a begins. A couple of weeks. Yeah, do you lob 14 days before or well, maybe – I reckon
4: well, you'd change yeah, a bit in four. days. Well, that's what days. I'm saying.
3: You need to know what is the critical time so mm. that if there's an issue with the pitch, you've got enough time to fix it up. Right. Uh, I wonder whether there's – if, if others deem it mm. necessary, Glenn, I don't know whether you can have independent curator just wandering around the world preparing well, every out, pitch then. for every test.
4: Well, what about this? What is, Maybe you have I'm not sure oval, if could, this, is, this is too ridiculous, but you're talking about. Hey, it's Midday Madness. That's mate. true, it's Midday Madness. Go mad. Drop in pitches. What? Can you drop in any pitch on any oval? Because why can't you just prepare a pitch Make all anywhere. the pitches in
3: Warwickshire. Correct. And, Whack them on a boat? Uh, you yeah, sure. You know, is that. He, is he, that, um, take one from, from out the back of Sunbury and drop it over in Nagpur. Is it well? Matt might be a bit extreme. You might not have to go to summary, but well, that's where the ashes
4: are, you know. Fine. Oh, okay, yeah. but but you know what I'm saying? Is that is that conceivable or not? Well,
3: it's I mean
4: probably expensive.
3: It, it, it's not in, I mean, techni- technically, it's not inconceivable. I can't imagine it's But isn't work. it the
4: beauty of the of the game? Why do you want toppings? I
3: don't like the idea of that.
4: Well. No, but if you're trying to find a neutral way of doing it, because I I don't mind the fact that the host nation has a bit of flexibility. I'm with you I, I don't this. mind that. I'm with you. It's when it's going, well, we're only going to water a one square metre of yep. a pitch to create something special right for this particular spot. That's when it sort of gets a bit extreme, I guess. But then I started to think about it last night, and I Did
3: thought, you? well, who really cares? Providing the, providing the test is not a joke. Providing well, the cricket that gets played is competitive. You only know in hindsight, well, don't That's you? right. So and that's mm. what we said yesterday. Look, there's a lot being said about this pitch. Let's just wait until we see. Well, and so but you could argue that. Wait and well, see what the it dishes pitch. up. It, in some circumstances, you go, well, it's not the pitch, it's just that the one team was rubbish. Well, that could be the case, but I, I don't think that's gonna be the case. No. I think we just gotta hold hold our ultimate opinion on this and let's see how it plays yeah. before we before we go completely troppo. Uh some people have already gone completely. Drop in this. midday, man. It's you call, you get on. Jackie's England, Iris. Good afternoon to you, Jackie.
4: Hi, boys.
3: Hey, um,
0: Jackie. I'm doing my first run in a van, and the guy that I'm driving with is such a fan that he has a rule that if you call up, you get mackers.
4: <laughs> you get mackers, so you're calling to get mackers. Is that what you're saying?
0: Absolutely. So, what are you going my to what are you going to order, Jackie? I've got a latte, an iced
3: latte. Mm. It's an early morning for us.
0: Delicious. No. I've called to say that I think that Collingwood will
8: do the
3: double and AFLW and AFL will win the premiership this season. Well, that would be, uh, yeah, red, red, letter, a bite! red letter day for any <laughs> footy club. Well, hey, Jackie, they might very well do it. Jackie's got her iced latte from Hackers. Have you yeah. got a prize for her as well for hey, calling in? You my word, you know what? Because you've oh. you, you're called up, so... A
4: Signet Boost Power Bank valued oh, nice. at fifty nine ninety five. A Signet Boost Power Bank will keep your phone, tablet and earbuds, all three devices, powered 24-7, 24 hours a day.
3: Well done, Jackie, coming your way. I saw uh, Bree Davey, by the way, speaking of the Collingwood AFLW How's her? She was out with she her knee? And, uh, yep, yep. And I saw her on the bike yesterday uh, driving, riding away from training. Solid. Looked fit. 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 Love and it. there's an ultimate game changer. Mm. Hello to Hughie Davy, our old man. I know Hughie quite well. Great. Amazing family. The Davy family. Mm. Amazing family. Well, they've produced some good talent. My word, they have. Mm. Uh, well done, Jackie. Terry's in Benalla. 17 past 12. You call, you get on. Midnight Madness. That's our mm. promise to you. Hello, Terry.
7: G'day, boys. How you going? Thanks I'm you. upset. Go on. I'm upset. I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> I've been a curator, right? Yeah. You water a wicket, you roll it from one end to the other. Yep. Full length. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't stop... We're a left-hander bats three or four foot out, right, because it gets furry. And then, and then they tell me they're watering it differently to part of the pitch. Yes. Unheard of. Unheard yeah. of. It is cheating. They should forfeit the test straight away. Oh. Don't even play it. The international council should come in and just ban India. It but, is a disgrace. Cheatings a bit harsh. As, right.
3: a, uh, as a curator, I, I take yep. on board everything you're saying, but aren't you a bit interested to see how this thing plays?
7: I am, but it's killing me. It's killing me. <laughs> if, if we, <laughs> If we get beaten and they fall on their, if we win and they fall in their face, mm. that would be great. But if we lose, I'll tell you, I'm going to be, and I'll say, I've seen it. Like it happens in 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 country cricket, where one week you get there and it's they put yes. a bit of water on, yes. and the next week they put twice as much on, and the next week you fall for nothing. It that's cheating too. Yeah,
3: yeah. Hey Terry, we've all played enough cricket uh, to yep. in enough leagues around the place to know that there's certain clubs in certain leagues. Around the place, who uh, uh, their pitchers occasionally find a way when there hasn't been a lot of rain around. Uh, there's a bit of a damp spot just outside off stump, just short of a length. It's mm. uh, it's amazing how often it happens. Just happens. Uh, this
4: water seems to pull in that area. Yeah,
3: it just is, it's incredible. <laughs> so Terry, I, I take your point. Uh, you, you've you've from you're coming at it from an extreme angle, of course, mm. in terms of the pen, punishment and the penalty. But I think we just. Hold fire. Oh, I'm not prepared to go as
4: far as Tezza and say that it's cheating, though. Don't even play the test. And, and Just call it off. Australia 1 nil up. I don't know whether it falls into <laughs> that category. It's
3: 1 nil up Australia because you didn't
4: <laughs> mow the pitch Mike's, like you want it mowed. Mike's in Geelong. But I do agree that I'd like to see some level of consistency on the pitch. It does seem odd that we it's like oh, no, a checkerboard this, of where we're going to put water.
3: This does seem quite – based on what we saw yesterday, mm. the pictures. Now, Brad, we spoke to Bharat Sundarasan in our regular time slot, and he said, calm down, boys. Mm. It's 20 hours away until the first ball's bowled. Let's just wait and see, you know, what happens to the pitch from yesterday to today. Uh, so we're a couple of hours away from ultimately getting that pitch revealed uh, and all its little tricks. Uh, a break coming up. Mike's in Geelong before we get there. Fire away, Mike.
9: Oh, g'day, boys. How are you both going? Yeah, You're good, really thanks, well, thank Mike. You. That's good. Hey, I've just got two quick things for you. Um, just back at the start of November, you boys had Rob Mills on talking about his book, and I'm about halfway through now, and I'll just put it out there for the rest of anyone that wants to read a pretty good book to get onto it. It's been really good so oh, far.
3: That's great to know. Thanks for letting us know. We'll pass that on to Millsy. It is. That yeah, was, and just,
9: you know, yep. Oh, sorry, no, I didn't mean to cut you off, and no. I was just going to say... Um, um, just some good news out of the Hawks as well, Gazy, with Dylan Moore signing on as well. I thought that was fantastic.
4: Yes, I wasn't aware of that. I think it. Uh, my sources are telling
3: me it was for three years too. That's great news. <laughs> great news, Andy. Your sources are, they? It's been in the public domain for 24 hours. It's hardly a secret. Well, I didn't know it was three years. <laughs> I didn't know. Until the I just, end of the 2026 season. It, that's it, right. I think it was announced. It's a great it, – this kid is – where he was – Three years ago, right, mm. to where he is now, he has improved out of sight. And with the changing face of this Hawthorne team and all that experience drifting out of the midfield mm. and a whole lot of new... Yep. He'll, he'll do a bit of that and a bit of his other stuff. Solid. He's going to be
4: a very, very good footballer for he, Hawthorne. He already, I you. Thought he always thought he was a very good footballer. He's yes. only going to get better. No doubt. He might fall into that category that you were talking about well, earlier well, on. Why don't you declare him? Because oh, I think he was good. He, well, 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 just let me think about that. Okay, no But here, you know I'm a bit flustered here. Where well, you yeah, going? I'm hearing the news. I believe... Russell Westbrook's being traded. Now, I can't confirm that. I need to confirm it. But I've got got some very reliable people giving me information. And uh, Russell Westbrook, I believe, has been traded from the Lakers. But stand by. We'll check that in the break. Uh, I'll I'll actually get on the doggin' and see if we can't uh, confirm.
3: So, Mike, and that was Mike, Matt, Luke, Jeff, Christian, you and the Russell Westbrook news on the other side of the break. It is midday madness here on Dwayne's World, uh, a.k.a. the run home. Uh, Our pledge to you. Cool. You call. You get, get, on. get on. It's yeah. time for James Harden to have a long himself, too, by the way. What, yeah, sometimes why? you can look at one bit of mm-hmm. s- one play
4: and you go, nah. And he tried a little Euro step against the Celts. But give it away.
3: Give it away. Hey, the, the, just get your wide open shots and hopefully you knock down enough open uh, free, uh, three pointers mm-hmm. and, you, and you fatten up your box score like that. Uh, what's his name? This is looking like the deal. James. Uh, The Los Angeles Lakers, they'll land
4: Minnesota's D'Angelo Russell, who was a Laker before, Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt, in a trade with Mike Conley and picks to the Timberwolves. Nice. And Russell Westbrook, and are lightly protected. So, and lightly protected, they are classifying a pick through one through four, are likely protected 2027. So, it's a fair way away. Good work. First round pick to the Jazz. (laughs) Uh, And the word is, though, the Jazz are going to, Take they they do the trade. They just pay him out, ta-da, and they get him. They'll um, they'll release him, and then Russell can go somewhere
3: else. Nice, nice. Ah, uh, so that's that. You've done well. Back to your calls. You call, you get on. Just an update from Thirteenth Beach. Oh, okay, what's <laughs> all the details, mate? Just say tell us where he's gone and what's going, what's happening next. All huh. those protected things. Well, most of us don't need to know about that stuff. Uh the Thirteenth oh. Beach. uh the Vic Opens underway. Oh yes. Uh, Ryan Ruffles has not been Was a boom A boom kid As mm-hmm. a 14, 15 year old Was going to be An absolute mm. phenom um, And then just dropped mm. Off the face of. The, he's been playing In the
4: Latino tour hurt. Had surgery on his back I think Or something For a young man He has missed a bit of golf Andy yeah, I know well, you're right he, What you're saying He
3: has been he's, dro- he's dropped off the cliff And he's had a couple of He might have had A couple of injury setbacks I'm Pretty but, sure he has uh, yeah, that might be on. I double check that, but you might be right. Anyway, he's mm. through sixteen mm. uh, in the first round of the Vic Open at Thirteenth Beach, nine under the card. He's had three Who, two. How far in the lead is he? No one. There's a couple of eight unders. I'll they're fair finished fashion, Jack, they? Jack Buchanan. Uh, they have finished. He's had three twos on his card. Mm-hmm. So he played the back nine first of the creek course. He's had three twos on his card mm. in his first one in his first seven holes. Wow. That's Two birdies goal. and he's gone back to back eagles on sixteen and seventeen. Mm.
4: Well, oh, hello. Here's the the back page of the Herald Sun tomorrow. Go on, Ryan ruffles feathers or something. Ryan ruffles something. You know what I'm saying something. There'll be something to do with his name and and ruffles. Don't you think? Can we get back to the call? That's our calls?
3: Matt's on the road. <laughs> Is it partial? <laughs> it was pretty partial. I gave you a better one than that. You didn't write it. Down. I couldn't remember what that's you said. Terrible.
4: What would you, would you Go with no? no I'm going. No, on, I want to know I'm what you... going
3: to Matt. In oh. uh, who's on the line? Oh. What well, you call? You get on midday, man that's our pledge to you. And there's a full board. Of... How easy pipe got it? There's a full board of callers. You call, you get on. But it's you might to, every day.
4: You might have to wait a little bit because we've got a long. But hey, please wait, please wait. We want to hear what you have got to say,
3: Matt. Far away. Hello, boys. You're on fire today, um, Gozy. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Every day. Uh, well,
1: Every so on day. What's going on, boys? I, I, I'm only halfway through my run. You guys normally come up when i finish? finished. So yes. I don't know whether to have my lunch or go
3: home. When you say you run, do you run for about three hours or are you talking about a run in a truck? <laughs> no, my run in running a truck. I, was I was saying, saying, he's, I was thinking, he's on He's lead type behaviour. He's on a marathon he's run. Not You're not even puffing. <laughs> You're uh, not even puffing. What do you got for us, Matt? <laughs> Boys,
9: I have a little bit of a grizzle today,
1: and I don't know why it's annoying me so much, but every time I hear the news today, all I'm hearing is about Shane Warren's kids getting there with his will. Like, is that really any of our business? It's
3: a good point. Oh, I haven't listened to the news today. No, it is.
4: They're, they're talking about his estate, and they gave a pretty detailed breakdown as well. I did read
3: that story. And you're probably right, but I guess as a public figure... Uh, is there public in- Is there any need for us to know? I- I'm a bit with Matt on this is oh, I'm there any a bit for- with
4: Matt Is there any need for us to know about that? Not particularly Unless there was something I don't know Yeah, no, I don't think so I'm trying to think of a scenario Where it would be of There's some There's a lot of interest. stuff that
3: runs around the paper now mm. That is um, Very loosely connected to news And newsworthy There was something else they're, like- they're only doing it, Andy Yeah, because Because people click That's right, mate Because, mm. because Well, that's true that is true. So, they, so we are the chooks and they are feeding us. That's what they're doing. True. But, Matt,
4: it's a, it's a very good point. I, I don't – now that I you mention it, I, I read it. I didn't pass judgment. I don't think it was a bad thing. It didn't upset me. But it was – It was well, who really cares? Is it our business? Probably you, not.
3: You read the story. I did. It was in the age.
4: You clicked. Uh, mm. I didn't click. I actually had the – actual saw it on a um, –
3: what do they call this? Paper. Newspaper. Yeah. An actual newspaper. An actual newspaper. Wow. Wow. <laughs> They put those out. They still put them out, do they? They do. Wow. Uh Thanks for your call, Matty. Luke's in Preston. Oh, We've got to get to the news. At some... Pipe has the news at 12.30. Plumy, oh, we were to get there in a minute. There's news at 12.30. Yeah, there is, apparently. We're overtime. That's we're okay. Out. Well, you call, you oh, get boy. on. Right. There's a lot of people that want to be part of Midday Madness. Well, hang on, all the people that are there. Yeah. Luke's in Preston. Good afternoon. Good
0: afternoon, boys. I hope you're well. So, um, thank you're um, you. really I well. It's pronounced Maldives.
4: Ah, right, so thank you. A thank Thank you. So that means one to Gazy, a zero to you. One and no oh for the day. Yes. Carry on, Luke.
0: Um, but What I wanted to actually touch on, boys, was, was the Formula 1. I, I always speak to Dueno about the F1, and it's yep. starting to ramp up now. We've uh, had a few season launches of cars already, which is good, and the, there's more to come over the next few days. So a few of them are looking really nice and sharp, which will be good to see. Um, and we've got pre-season testing at the end of Feb as well, as well as the Netflix drives to survive, so that gets all the little fanboys out around that time slot, but Formula One's definitely starting to ramp up, they had the final ticket launch yesterday as well and uh, if you couldn't get tickets, you're definitely not getting them now, that's for sure.
3: Luke, tell me this, well, before on. we get Just to the night, no- I've got a question for Luke, if okay. you don't mind. Luke, what should we be expecting out of Oscar Piastri this year? Mm.
0: Look, I was a massive Daniel Ricciardo fan and I was I was actually even bigger Mark Webber fan, so the way that all took place... Last year with Mark Webber being his manager was quite disappointing on my end, but I don't know. The expectation's really high because he has won championships in every category he's been in, Um, but Lando Norris is no slouch, and and as obviously Daniel Ocardo's shown, the McLaren does take some time to get used to, so we can only hope Piastri does well, but I wouldn't Set the bar too high mm. for the moment. Thank you. Hey, Luke, Look, I've got you. a
4: question because Andy had one, and uh, you'll know more about this than I do. But I was reading the other day that uh, the, uh, is he the president or the CEO, Ben Salayum? Ben Salayum was elected. He was a president. It was the president of the F1. Now he's stepped back.
3: You're telling me how to pronounce names. Nice.
4: No, I, know, well, I don't know how to pronounce it. Ben might be able, to, uh, uh, Luke might be able to uh, help me out. But he has stepped back and he was only elected, oh, what was it, 12 months, 18 months ago something like that. Is there a reason behind uh, why he's stepping back?
0: Look, not not that I could really find out. I did see that he he stood down from his position. Um, Formula One got sold, I think it was five or six years ago now, they got sold to Liberty Media um, and and a lot of the, the, the Saudis were involved in that deal there, but... Um, I'm not too sure exactly why okay. he has stood back at this stage, but, yeah, they, they've obviously really expanded in the Middle East um, since they've taken over, so I'm not too sure the full reason exactly right. why. he's good stood on back. You, mate. It's Probably just he's had enough of his job.
3: Probably. Hey, Luke, hey, hey, Luke, if for whatever reason you can't get on with Pipe any particular mm. day, there's a show that starts at 3 o'clock. Run home. Called The Run Home, uh, 3 to 5.30, Monday to Friday. Whoa. Extra half hour on Fridays, which is a bit disappointing. Pipe's not going to be happy with this. But if you can't get on with the pipe, mm. uh, and there's a bit of F1 stuff the rest of us need to know about, we would like to have you as our F1 correspondent on the run home. So don't be a stranger, Luke. Good work by you. The Saudis and uh, the Emirates, and mm. see they're going to. There's a, a consortium that's going to buy Man United. Yes, I, well, has it gone ahead? Well, it's the spec. That's the, the big speculation. Big speculation. Mm. Twenty-five minutes to one. Our pledge to you, the beautiful people of midday. Yeah. You call, you get on. Jeff's in Manor Lakes. Good afternoon, to you, Jeffrey.
8: Good day, Gazy and um, Andy? Maddie. Um, yep, Andy.
3: Um, welcome to midday Bad- madness. Thank madness.
8: Thank you. Thank um, you. Look, I just want to talk about Todd Murphy. Yes, please. Now, I just want to compare him to another spinner that became a legend in Australian sport that had he didn't play a lot of first-class games before he actually played. Mm -hmm. And he actually actually played against India in his first test. Right, he didn't do too well. Um, And I know they're different spinners, but the reps on this kid are really high. And I would expect that he will um, do the country proud and also have better figures than warning in his first uh, test. But, you know, if he can do... um, Half as good as what Warney did, um, I reckon he'll be great, great for Australian
3: cricket. He's tw- it's a it's a great story, Jeff. He's gone past clearly if if you know the rumours are right and he and he's selected in the first test. He's gone past Ashton Agar, uh, who would have been in the minds of a few, you know, the next spinner off um, the ranks. If in fact they wanted to go with a couple of frontline spinners, so he's gone past Agar uh, at twenty two years of age with a handful of first class games behind his belt under his belt. It's a it's a hell of a story. And um I can't wait. I'm a bit like you, Jeff. I can't wait to see how so all reports are from those who have been watching him at first class level, and that's only a handful of people, let's be honest. Um, they do rate him very, very highly. Great mm. control, got enough variation, uh, really competitive off spinner. So we we wait and see. Let's see what he does in this test. Uh Christian's in Woodend. Good afternoon, mate.
10: Yeah, good guys, how you going? Just obviously uh big topic today is the uh the pitch. Um two things I sort of want to bring up. One, I remember as a kid, look, home teams were always known to go and speak to the curator weeks out to try and get a pitch. Not every game, but it was quite a regular occurrence, I believe. Yeah. Um not supposed to be done, but it was a it was a regular occurrence and to be brutally honest, home grand advantage. Mm. Mate, I, I, I don't have a problem with that. Um to you know, doctoring little patches of pitch, that goes down the dangerous side for mine. Mm-hmm. But I think one thing that I haven't heard anyone say in all of this is, I'm not massive on cricket. I only played one year for Barrel Cricket Club up in New South Wales. Mates were great cricketers. But the one thing I was taught, you only know about a pitch until both teams are batted on it. Fair. Spot on.
3: Spot on. Did you play for Barrel?
10: Yeah, yeah, mate, Six and four off 3.4 on Bradman Oval against Exeter. It was <laughs> my greatest figure. Still got four in the scorecard.
3: Mate, if you're going to play a season of cricket, you might as well play in Barrel. A place. Oh, yeah. That's mm. And the pit, the, 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 the Bradman Museum and the Bradman Oval, what a beautiful cricket ground it is um, up in Barrel, uh, Christian.
10: Mate, oh, good, mate. Uh, some of my
3: best mates were
10: curators there and did their apprenticeship as curators there. So when they used to have the, the New Year's Day games there, um, we used to go down and help pick up clumps. Oh, get the best seats in the house and just sit down <laughs> and walk around. And look, it is. I used to. It was half over 10 in my house in so every day. Walking into town, I used to have to walk through and Oval, and I used to just sort of walk past and roll the arm over once or twice when no one was watching. It's nice, but it. Mate. Is a, it is a beautiful, very picturesque round.
3: Ah, uh, you're a superstar, Christian. Thanks for joining us. Good man. And uh, good pipes audience. Just, hey, there's nothing wrong with our audience. No, nah, well, no, nah, that's true. But midday madness, you really get to connect. Well, we
4: probably hog it a bit in our little slot. We might can have we to just... Can we do three o'clock? Um... Oh, mid-afternoon? Afternoon? mid afternoon mid-afternoon madness? no can no. I go with a madness?
3: Uh, mid-afternoon delight? Something, we'll work on that. Yeah. Hmm. That's no, good. We're going to get to a break. Matt, Ray, John, they just keep on wanting to talk to the Pipe. They're flat that he's not here, but Gaze, he is captain of Australia. Pipe isn't that. <laughs> We've got the captain of Australia here, folks. No, you do not You can talk to him after the break. <laughs> Ryan Ruffles, Vic Open opening round, Creek course, 10 under with a hole to play. 13th, what's the name of this course? Creek, the creek, there's two courses at 13th. Yeah. The, uh, the ocean, is it, and the creek? The beach, beach and the creek. Ruffles, beach and the creek. 13th. Creek. He said he's playing the creek. You say you play Ryan's the creek, then you play Ruffles the Creek. Oh, no, no, no. Ten under there's with the hole to play. It's
4: a good name to have for That's a uh, editor. There's well, there's a lot there's of fun some... to
3: be had. No doubt about it. And mm. Gra- Grace Kim, Sarah Jane Smith, Holly Clyburn. There's mm. oh, God Lord, I'm not going to read them all out. There's eight. Tied uh, in the women's side of the draw. Min A-Yoon, the kid from Korea who won the TPS at Rosebud mm-hmm. and finished top five uh, yeah. the week after, she's tied for the lead at four under the card with a bunch of high-quality nice. players. She is an underwatch hey, as Andy, well.
4: just a quick one before we get to uh, Matt Ray. Midday Don. madness. You call, you get you on. You get on. Uh, did you see the photo that, The when LeBron James broke the record yeah. yesterday? Yeah. The all-time scoring leader in the NBA. And... As he's taking that shot, someone from the other end had took a a shot as well, and it had the entire audience with their phones. So everyone in the back, like literally everyone in that section had their phones filming it, and at the very front, the only person that didn't have their camera out was Phil Knight, who was sitting next to LeBron's brother, and and they've got this image. So that in itself is extraordinary, but what they did is that they – Put side by side the image of Michael Jordan against Utah when he hit his last shot for the, the Bulls to win that series, and no one had a phone. Ah not so they're actually watching it with they their were eyes. Watching it right <laughs> with their right. eyes. Is there is that just progress yeah, back to of life? Times. Of course
3: it is, man. It's all about or is there, It's all about the gram.
4: Is it It's all about the gram is it a these good days. Thing, though is it a good thing that now we've got no, well, 18,000 different well, would, versions what of would it. You,
3: would you have wanted to watch it if you would have been there? What, what would your focus been? Would you have wanted to just – or do you need to record it so you put it out on your TikTok account and everyone knows, oh, Gazy was there. Look at that. Well, I don't because I don't have a TikTok no, account. No, whatever account you've got. I'm just saying the gram,
4: TikTok. I sometimes hit it up on the gram. Would
3: you have done that? Would you um, have wanted to record the whole thing? No, it's a distraction to me. But is that just because I'm old? Well, it's funny you should say this because there's a lot of, uh, an increasing number of uh, artists, mm. particularly, you know, bands and solo artists, mm. who say, no phones. No phones in the auditorium. You come to my concert, no phones. Well, that's because they don't want it plagiarised and copyright. Well, I don't know whether that's the reason. I think they'd like people to be more engaged in the show. Rather than be mm. looking at their looking at the concert through their phone, I think they'd rather people hey, like, just true. come here and look. This is what we're trying to do here. Mm-hmm.
4: Be part of it. Well, that's true. I, I think I remember I, one so night I went and watched Kevin Hart. It's fascinating. The comedian. Mm. They were over the top vigilant with security. You were not allowed to even bring it. Have your, you? you know, not allowed to uh, even touching your phone. Heaps you can't of that record stuff. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Nothing. I mean, it was over the top. Well, there's top. a bit of that with comedians because yeah, they there's a bit of. It. And plus, they can be a bit inappropriate, and they don't want
4: – Ah, right. They
3: don't want you, if they want to cross the line in the, mm. you know, in the, in the pursuit of comedy, mm. they don't want that someone making a big deal of it who hasn't been at the show and putting it out there and going, "I hey, have a look at this and what he said about mm. him, all that sort of stuff. Uh, that's interesting. I haven't seen that photo, but uh, it does say oh. a bit about the changing nature of uh, society. Hey, here's, here's
4: one, mm-hmm. just a quick one from 082. If in the second, third, or fourth round, Ryan Ruffles – doesn't get where he needs to get to. Mm-hmm. Ryan gets ruffled, and now up the creek. <laughs> Bang! Matt's in.
3: <laughs> Not only do you call,
4: we read out the text. Matt well. is in
3: Ascot Vale. Midday madness. You call. You, you get, get on. on. Good afternoon, Are you Maddie. Good
9: guys. How you going? Good, Maddie.
3: Awesome
9: uh, just about this cricket pitch issue. Two things. The first thing isn't it a little bit like the uh, NFL Deflate Gate where they pump up their own Balls.
3: Um, well, well, n- no, because I think the balls have to be uh, inflated to a certain... Uh, it's a rule. Yeah, cubic, whatever it's you call a hard it. and
4: fast rule. This is
3: sort of yeah. There's a, um,
4: yeah. a, what is what do you call it? A folklore. It's a... Um, no, it's a... What it's, do you mean? You've got a... It's not a hard and fast rule about what, the how the pitch has to be. Now, in hindsight, they'll go through it and they'll deduct points and there'll be penalties if you dish up something completely Scheisenhausen. But if I think – I don't know if to – there's no specific rule where there's got to be a,
3: a water moisture test or – No, there's no penetrometer reading I don't, that you need to – no. 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 So I, I, I think it's a bit different, Matty, but but others may uh, choose to disagree with us and agree with you. You hmm. get, clearly had a bit more you wanted to say, though. I, I think he did. He did. Matty? Matty's gone. Well, he called and he got on. He got on and he mentioned deflate gate. Which but I, know, see I hear where he's coming from. So I, I. I understand he's trying to find that analogy. Yeah, and the New England Patriots were uh, mm. trying to just uh, you know control matters mm. that uh, would lead them to have more success in the opposition. was well, like a caller yesterday said.
4: Right. Well, what if in a basketball game you, you raised the the ring yeah. three inches? Well, it's against the rules. Against that's the law of the game. Right.
3: So you might try and get away with it though. Mm. You know, mm. raising Ashwood. Good afternoon, mate. Yeah, good guys. Um Good to have on
0: midday, but uh, nice
3: to be here. Ray. I've
0: got, uh, I've got a question for Andrew. Um, sure. In in junior basketball, uh, a lot of guys, lot mm-hmm. of people or players leave after under twenties. Yeah. And I find that there's not a not a lot of uh, avenues for them. There's there's youth league, but yep. if they don't make the youth league sides. Really, you know, are we losing those sort of players? I mean, they're still really good players. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm finding it really frustrating. Hmm. Um, could we play an NBL 1 team? Could they have a a second side lock in the VWL or in the big V locks you used to have with Altona and Auburn?
4: Mm. No, it's a good point. The, the There is the under-20 competition. You graduate from that and you go into your youth league or an NBL 1 program. And one area for a lot of the elite kids is that's that's really picking up that slack between Junior basketball and the NBL is the college route. What do we? I think we've got over three hundred athletes between our men and women over playing college basketball. But you're right. For those that haven't quite developed, that might be there. They're they're forced to go into lower divisions. Uh, you find a program in a lower division where someone eventually you find someone that does respect your skill level and you get an opportunity. But I'm um, I i do not know if I think we're pretty good at developing that transition
3: now with Youth League and NBL One there. Nice work, Keith. Back to your calls. Uh, You call, you get on. That is our pledge to you. Midday Madness rolls into its second hour here on uh, The Run Home, a.k.a. uh, Dwayne's World. Yes.
4: PJ and Geelong's just sent through a uh, temper text message, and uh, he says this. On having the phones out uh, when we were talking about that iconic moment with LeBron, there's some studies going around suggesting that watching through the screen translates to – Less to long term memory, so you're less
3: likely to remember it. Well, without knowing anything about the science behind that, that doesn't surprise me. If you mm. honestly, if you wanted to capture that moment, if if you were if you're aware that at that moment I was going to be Watching it on my phone screen. Yes. Right? If that's what your intention was. We can was, do both. You can, I know, you can but have you, have have a look, you have a look at that photo and 70, 95% of the people in that shot have got their phones up. Are watching the And phone. 75 to 80% of them are watching it through their phones, mm. right? So if you've paid your 15 or 20 grand to buy that seat, to be there for that moment, mm. and you've watched it through that moment, is the only moment you're really there mm. for, let's be honest, uh, on that particular day, you're going to watch it through your screen, mm. stay at home. Save yourself fifteen thousand and watch it on a big screen TV because mm. you get a better experience. You're just watching it through mm. a screen. It's it is actually quite. It's a thing. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah, and it, and I'd be interested to know more about the science mm. of the thing you just read out.
4: Cam Luke was there too. I heard he was actually he got lucky because he's going over to the Super Bowl. He's going to be going to LA. He bought these tickets ages ago before. Should he sold him? I think he was had that. Uh, I think ten k was could have jumped in, but he decided to go. Be part of history. He had an opportunity to sell his tickets, I'm told, for 10K.
3: And he paid 500 for them months ago. Yeah. Just did the, did the maths it's and the thought, tickets. you know what, I reckon it's going to be this day. Well, it he was he the there only there time again, he was going to be there anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: because he was going over the, for the Super Bowl.
3: Uh, Mitch Cleary's reporting that Harley Bennell has signed for Port Melbourne in the VFL for 2023. 30-year-old now, wants one final crack at putting his hand up for the mid-season draft, so... Ah, good luck, Harley, uh, Mm. a player whose talent has been seductive. Mm, Seductive. Oh, well, it has been. Right. I've been given opportunities Mm -hmm. that, you know, others maybe wouldn't have been given. Bodies let him down and a few other issues along the way. So, Harley, we wish you well. And if nothing else comes your way, hopefully a fantastic footy club like Port Melbourne with its awesome culture and great people uh, reminds you, at the very least, of why you started playing this game in the first place, and you can play your footy with a smile on your face, mate. Uh, Mitch Cleary reporting that. John's in Port Augusta. Uh, Midday madness. You call, you get on. Far away, Johnny. Hello, Andy and Andy.
1: Hey, uh, it's, it's, it's for you. My cricket point. Is Gary still at Port Melbourne?
3: No. He no. Cool.
4: was for a long time, uh-huh. though. Yeah.
1: Yeah. With the with the cricket coming I'm in heaven being a devout cricket lover. Yes. Uh, particularly test cricket, particularly test cricket, the real stuff. Mm. Uh, take a leave, that big bash and all the rest of it. But um prefer to leave it, to be honest. <laughs> but um yep. done, test cricket. is the Indian series becoming as big. Something bobbed up on my phone the other day.
4: Yeah.
1: is the Indian series becoming as big as the Ashes series. I'm a touristist and I love a good I love yep. history, all the rest of it. But
3: is the Indian series becoming as big, if not bigger? Pretty close, Johnny. Pretty close, mate. It's getting there, isn't it, Johnny? Pretty close. India and India is a mouthwash. It comes in at a great time for us. 18 years since we've won there, a test series. comes in at a perfect time for those of us who like watching it on the telly. You Mm. get home. Most of us are going to get home. It'll be into the second session. You get four or five hours of cricket on the box when you get home.
4: It allows us to be on Midday Matters. So that's another bonus well, to the well, timing. Well,
3: for us, but for not, us. not for those who love Dwayne.
4: Well, that's true. That's uh, the true. pipe's
3: in his spa right now drinking milk with the kid from GWS, the boy Gilby. They're just drinking milk together somewhere. Gee, hasn't that story got around? You know, he doesn't just drink milk. Well, when he's on a long run, he just he, uh, has, has water. Yeah, the, run, the water blokes at training yeah. don't run out with a carton of milk for no. him. No. <laughs> no, not running out of strawberry but big ant. he M. does drink a lot of milk. Yeah, but he drinks a lot of water too. It's
4: distasteful it's, just but, thinking about it. Oh, I don't mind milk, by the way, but that's just excessive.
3: But he does drink water. He no,
4: not a, not a lot of water. When he's on those long runs, apparently. <laughs> Dylan's in I need Carnegie. need a sip of water. <laughs> Anyone got a sip?
3: Dylan's in Carnegie. Uh, welcome to the program, Dil. Mm-hmm. G'day, boys. How
4: are you
3: going? Yeah, good, everyone. thanks, thank Dylan. You. Good
1: job on the awards, Gazy. I think you did a really good job. Oh, thank um, you. I think Creaky was a bit stiff. Creeky was stiff. Yeah, it's um, always hard, Dil-
4: it's when, Dylan, when you've got the best player or one of the best players on the best team. Uh, it's always difficult, but Creeky had a fine year, and uh, as did Bryce Cotton, any of those would have won it. But no, I I have no problems with Xavier. You don't have a problem with Xavier winning, though, do you? No,
1: nah, he's, he's a gun. He's yep. a gun. Um, just while I've got you, I've got a quick question. What do you think of the Lakers' trade? For mm. uh, Russell, and they got rid of Russell. Yes, um, and just on that, I'm not sure if you're aware, but Beasley's ex girlfriend is Scotty Pippen Junior.'s mum.
4: Wow, and he's got
1: a teammate now.
4: Yes, well, I don't know when you say girlfriend. Oh, I don't know whether they were girlfriend. I think that there might have been a relationship there. Oh, I'm not. I did hear about that. Um Gee, where's that? Look you go. And there could be some real teams those issues, type but areas. Yeah, well, it is. It is that type of area, Andy. But I Hey, Dylan, think, don't go any Dylan. I've got a question for you too. Hey, Dylan, um, the thing about it is they would have done their due diligence with the players that are currently there about this trade. So if, there, if it was going to cause any sort of fracker, then um, they wouldn't have done the trade. But D'Angelo Russell, remember... Hey, remember... Dylan, just jog my memory here, because one of the reasons they got rid of D'Angelo Russell because he leaked some information about a personal relationship and I just can't remember off the top of my head who it Do you remember who that was in relation
3: to? Was it was it Nick Young? Yes.
4: It, yeah. Good yeah. get, Dylan. Hey, Dylan, a prize coming your yeah. right? way. Nick Dylan, Young. Dylan,
3: don't go in I've got a question for you because too. Can that, I ask Dylan a question? That
4: was he breached, I guess. A bit of a code, and he went public with this
3: relationship with right. Nick Young. Well, you was can't, having be, you had, can't be doing that. Caused real fractions hey, within the group. Well, there you go. Hey, Dylan, you watched the NBL Awards the other night? Yes, I did. Did, did you see Gazy uh, when he got up with uh, Jack Hevron at the start? Huh. And he was only supposed to do a g'day how are you going, no, great to be here. Now my. Yes?
1: I've just gone for a, drive, a test drive in an MG, and I've just went through the Hungry Jacks case, drive through. And it just theme
3: pass came up as a big billboard. So, you, know did, you, so you did. So you did see it, Dylan. Did you feel like <laughs> as, as, as every little zinger Gazy got, he thought, "I'm going to double down here and keep going"? Because I hadn't seen it, but the, our bossy Craig Hutchison, who was there, did send me a clip, and I got the sense that Gazy was feeling the love from the crowd and thought, "You know what? While I've got him in the palm no, of my no. hand, here, I'm just going to milk this for all it's worth." Do you feel like he just got? Uh, Got a bit full of these, the love that was in the room for him that night.
1: Funny you say that. I have a relationship with Larry Senstock. He comes to my work, and I said to him, "Don't let Gazy get off the reins." Perfect. And let Gazy got off the reins. He got off the reins. Well <laughs> <What> done,
4: Dylan. <laughs> hey, Dylan. Well a done. Signet uh, Power booster, a Power Bank you. coming your way. It's valued at fifty nine ninety five. A Signet. Boost power bank will keep your phone tablet and earbuds powered twenty-four-seven. Twenty-four hours a, a day. day. That's
3: right. Uh Ryan Ruffles has concluded his opening round. He mm. shot sixty-one. He's finished birdie 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 uh on seven eight nine. He I've got it. I've got it. He has shot sixty-one mm. in the opening round of the Victorian Open Andy. at the Creek course, which is the easier of the two courses mm. at thirteenth beach. Perfect conditions for these fellas and girls today. Grace Kim now leads. In fact, Mina Yoon leads what about this, outright Annie? in the women's at five under the card. Ruffles, 11 under the card, 61 to start.
4: Check this out. Tomorrow, back page. No ruffles for Ryan. Hey?
3: Hey? Ron- Ronnie's in Bend. Hey? Ronnie's in Bendigo. Oh, Good afternoon, dear Ronnie.
9: Uh, g'day, Gazy. G'day, Drewy. Drewy um, Maybe stick to basketball and just park the comedy, please. Um, <laughs> thank
4: you. Uh, it's my editor. Hey, Ronnie, it's what the, the sports editor's got to come up with the back page lead, and he's had a spectacular round. Just throwing out some
9: ideas. That's all it is, Ronnie. But maybe stick to the editorial pieces, Gazy. I mean, look, I think, you know, and goals are probably not your fault. leave that to the radar, right? Ronnie, thank you. Thank you. All right, Gazy, Gazy, a couple of quick points. Uh, so, Jason Gilby, uh, Bendigo Pioneers uh, tr- uh, recruit. Yes, who was obviously played the milk boy. Uh, the reason he drinks milk is that it's it's chock full of minerals that you don't get from water, and you don't get and you get a little bit of natural sugar, but it's far less sugary than right. Gatorade and Powerade or whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's the minerals, the minerals that you get out of the milk. That's The yep. first point. Yep. Uh, second. Secondly, um, uh, LeBron obviously. You know, he's not the goat in my eyes. MJ, he always will be. Mm-hmm. That being the case, do we think that um, AD's petulant behaviour when he got the record uh, might see him? I'm surprised he didn't get traded. Like he really had the he had yeah. the sooks up. I mean, no one's going to ever pass your yeah. um, you know, your scoring record of eighteen thousand nine hundred and eight points in the NBL. But thank you. Um, but um, you know, do you think that AD was just on another planet? He didn't hit yeah. two hoops, or like it just I don't know. I don't, oh. it's, seems like a bit of, of – it's a bit of the, uh, the actual thing for
4: mine. Well, that's that's right. I, I think oh, – I me. didn't read too much into it. We spoke about this you on the just, jump last that's night. Re-
3: you said that's right. You agreed no, with Ronnie. You just said that's right. No, but what it has
4: done, it's it, because Ronnie and others have, have taken it. It has – a lot of people are talking about it, Andy, whether you like it or not. Now, that's unfortunate. And for me, there was nothing in it. Oh, for me, uh, it was just a guy that – But he sat down in one of the most iconic moments, and it's his teammate <laughs> – and, and I agree. Andy, I'm with you. I'm just oh, putting give forward it away. the other. Give it away yeah, now. what it is and what happened if you I'm haven't seen the it. the caper away now. The sh- there was a shot made. All the teammates, coaches are up, fist pumps, and uh, AD, Anthony Davis, was just sitting there on the bench while that happened. Now, to me, nothing in it. Tired. No, It wasn't like he was. Yeah, you can only see the back of him, and I don't know whether – I think petulance is a bit hard. I think he just might have been tired, and who knows? After that, he might have got up, and in the locker room, he, he gives him a big hug, and it was, it was LeBron's moment. So I'd, I don't, did not read anything to it, but I do understand how, having seen that, people will make their jump to conclusions and come up with hypotheses about what is actually in place.
3: Oh, I can understand why people do that, too. That's right. Yeah. I watched it this morning and mm. not having seen the, the brouhaha that had developed about it all. Mm. What do you want him to do? Does he have to stand up and does he have to jump around and does he have to hoop and well, hold Maybe a and... little
4: bit more emotion. So you a... do
3: want him to? No,
4: I, I didn't read anything into so it. You I did... don't. Okay. But what others. But I'm you saying... wish he had
3: stood up and done a bit more? No, I, I'm just oh, saying okay. others okay,
4: right. would think that, well, it's such an iconic moment. You might be able to get up and get around him and, and pump the fist like everyone else everyone else in the building was
3: doing. Okay. But I'm not I'm on... Not, I'm, don't get me wrong, Andy. Oh, mate. Come on now. What? If you want to read body language into it, mm. if you want to have a conversation about body language, mm. there was... I don't know whether uh, the regard... Between the bloke who holds the record and and the bloke who previously had the record, I don't think the regard between those two is particularly... When you saw the way LeBron was behaving with magic... Well, did you
4: see the way LeBron spoke? Please, everyone here, stand up for the captain. Honoured to be here. He did say the right thing. He did say... He did. Mm. He did say... He Mm. did. He did. He did. But I'm with you. And and, uh, since then, Kareem has penned an article... And written about it and said if he had his time over again, he would have liked to have reached out to LeBron, there got to go. know him a little bit more. And I think it stems back to, and I don't know this, but I, I think it stems back more to Kareem's wanting LeBron to be more a little bit more outspoken and supportive of some of the social issues.
3: That's right, which which LeBron has, in the latter years of his pro career, mm-hmm. become mm-hmm. quite uh, active in social causes, hasn't he? I mean, yeah. he's, he's far more – maybe it takes people time yeah. to grow into that sort of stuff And because the minute you put your head up above the parapet and do any of that sort of stuff, well, yes. you stand for a cause, particularly in a country like America.
4: You're going to divide. Of course you are. Mm.
3: And you're going to cop just as – for every pat on the back you get for for, for standing up, you're going to get a kick in the head well, for, the, for doing it. The so,
4: extreme of that is Michael Jordan did not do one set throughout his entire career even to this day has not engaged in any of that never on, on any sort of level there might be a little but as far as being really outspoken he's not on social media he, he doesn't no. put forward any political views he stays have, right you, out of it you don't have to you don't, you don't have to i think because of the issues within the african american community yeah
3: and some of the
4: challenges they are faced, they would like.
3: Well, well, we're watching the Philadelphia-Boston game on the telly now, Mm -hmm. and spasmodically throughout the game, on the ticket box on the bottom corner, it's on ESPN, uh, the Black Lives Matter logo bobs up. And you see on the back of every NFL player's helmet in in football, there are massive, strong statements of unity Mm -hmm. and uh, acceptance and tolerance and all that sort of stuff. So clearly... Uh, these major sporting organisations, yeah, you know, the Pride Rounds here in Australia mm-hmm. with all the sporting organisations doing it, some are opting in, some are opting out, uh, th- these matters have become very on the front line. Mm. Um, but still, it, do- it doesn't mean if you're uncomfortable as an individual buying into that sort of stuff, you don't have to. But I think LeBron has got mm. a bit more active in some of those spaces Lately, a has he bit? not? Yeah, yeah, more than he was in the first. For sure. You know, to, to upset somebody like Kareem? Absolutely. Mm, I think so. Mm, mm. Yes, he has. Okay. Uh, Anything else? No. Uh, no. No. In regards to any, any th- of that, I'm happy just to no, go on that no, break right no, now. Tim or... Kelly's going to join us tomorrow now. We're going to speak to mm. uh, Tim Kelly tomorrow on the program. Mm. So I'll we'll hear from uh, the West Coast Eagles midfielder on the program tomorrow. We'll be doing this again tomorrow, more Mind Madness. We're not finished yet. It's only nine o'clock past one. We've got to get to a break. We Pre- might actually be here on Monday as well, mightn't we? Uh, back at
4: the normal slot? No, that, no, if because it, no, because Monday's the Super Bowl. No, but if the test goes five days... We'll be back in our normal slot. We'll be sitting at home watching it, but if it doesn't...
3: We'll be back doing our normal show.
4: We'll be back at... Uh, and then
3: I think for the second
4: Ill. test, we're going to jump in and give Duane a little chop out as well, aren't we? Oh, I don't know. It's news to me. Oh. <sighs> I'm loving it here. This is fantastic. Right. It's new.
3: A little day off of here. In, in a little
4: have, we, have we touched base? day off would be <laughs> We've still got
3: Pete. Yeah, we're going to get to Pete, Gaz and Adrian on the other side of the break. You call, you get on. <laughs> That's our pledge to you, my friend. He's, he's stealing, Wayne. This is <laughs> ridiculous. 25 minutes past one every day of the week. Pete's in South Yarra, uh, has jumped on the line. You call, you get on. That is our midday promise yes. to you here on this show. It is a magnificent slot. Pipe has curated arguably the best audience in Melbourne radio. Knowledgeable, pragmatic. Engaged. A lot of love for us, which is welcomed. What? What? A lot of love. No. Outstanding love. Pete's in South Yarra. Good afternoon to you, Peter.
2: G'day, boys. You're doing well. I'm uh, a first-time caller, Melbourne Football Club supporter. Nice. And there's a board board election going on at the moment that closes next Tuesday. Have you heard about it? Oh, no. This is news
3: to me, Peter.
2: And the reason is the club doesn't allow the candidates to talk to anyone publicly. So we're the only Victorian club that does that. And... um, we have a, a group called Democracy that's got uh, over 100 members together to put an item on the AGM on the 20th of February to have fair, open and transparent elections because we don't have them at Melbourne.
4: Pete, how do they, How can they talk to the uh, people, the members? If the members are voting, How? what form uh, they going to write on a letter or something, CB, do they?
2: The, no, the election rules allow two things. They allow 500 words and a photograph. Um, so people can read that, and then the candidate's allowed to have private conversations with members. So they can't do group mail-outs, or um, if, if they called up... How can, you, you, get to, up
4: how can you get to 80,000? How many members Melbourne got? I don't know how many... Do you know how many voting members uh, yeah.
2: there are? Yeah, there's about, about 42,000 that can vote. Okay. Uh, under 18 can't vote, um, but it's not like Colleywood. Most, most members, members can vote. Um, But uh, this year is the first time we're having electronic elections because it was all postal um, before that and the last two years were postal and before that we hadn't had an election for 15 years. It's kind of the way, the Melbourne way. So we just want uh, members to turn up at the AGM and say, can we have fair, open and transparent elections? You know, you might not have been happy about the Hawthorne situation, it was loud and noisy but the members got to know who was running and then they made a pretty informed choice. some of them, they they went for Gowers and they went for yeah. Molino, but they didn't follow the whole orcs for change thing. They, they they got a lot of information. They voted for a couple of incumbents and they voted for a couple of new people, and that's yeah. that's the way it should be. Uh, I would have
4: thought so. Yeah. I wonder what the motivation behind Melbourne's
3: what uh, Pete? Why is what's the no, rationale? Pete's dropped, he's dropped out. He's gone. He's uh, made his point. And he's gone. Okay. it's interesting, is be it? The, the well? I, I don't want to speak on behalf of anyone at the Melbourne Footy Club, but. Mm. If you make it more difficult for potential, you know, challengers or, or, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, board members or potential present, if you make it more difficult for their platforms to be identified and heard, Mm. then it makes it a little easier to control who is potentially going to come on to coveted things like board positions at footy clubs. And so, you know. that's not a good thing, is it? I think the more transparency, the better. Mm. I've been, I think in all of these sorts of matters, and, and I agree with Peter's call. I think the Hawthorne stuff, while right. it may not have been of significant interest to everybody, it certainly was to Hawthorne supporters who wanted to get a greater grasp on where their vote was going to go and why they were going to be voting for So mm. I, would think it, I, would, I would think that for most people who choose to vote at footy club in footy club boards and board elections anywhere, I wonder how much you actually really know. There might mm. be a name recognition that jumps off the page that you... Well, how many actually vote? Well, of the 42,000 that are able to vote that Pete just mentioned, I'd be interested to know how many do. I wonder in how relevant. many voted in... Like, if they've got, say,
4: 100,000 eligible voters, would would they get 10% vote? I don't know. It's a
3: good question. I don't know. Don't know. Mm. Gary's in Avondale Heights. Good afternoon, mate.
7: G'day, fellas. How are we?
3: Very well, thank you.
7: That's good. Um, I'm a Richmond supporter, and... I heard that. Um, I know that
9: Nathal was um, training with Richmond. Yeah, Richmond giving him a contract, or they had a look at him and said, "Look, we've had a look at you, Nathan." Ah, um,
3: uh, the sign. When is the SSP? The 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 supplementary. It say that again, Benny. That's. Narkle the um, it cuts off next player from Geelong, we're talking yeah, yeah, about, yeah, aren't we? Knuckle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Gary, it, it concludes next Tuesday the sign-on period for the for the SSP play the supplementary players. So um, there's there's still time, obviously, uh, to assess the player and and others in similar situations. So if you're interested in him and you've been down to training and you like what you see, then hopefully others are seeing the same thing and. Uh, we'll wait and see There's well, been a few more days to go Before uh, that, that period uh, That window closes Just on our uh, On the SEN website They did a story Oh, it would have been oh, A month
4: ago or something now And they're talking that He's come in Very Yes Slim yes. Lost uh, eight kilo Or thereabout And gotten him, got himself Into some uh, a different body type. So that um that could be a, a bonus for him, maybe, depending on the information, the role that they've asked him to play. Maybe that is why he's gone ahead and done that.
3: So it uh, it's an interesting one. He's showed a bit of promise. Oh, he's got he talent. Andy? There's no question he's got yeah. talent. So, um you know, someone sooner or later will probably take a punt on it. Uh, and there's been a big turnover in that role, hasn't there, at Richmond in that small forward role in the last – four or five seasons since, you know, their, their premiership run. There's been some turnover of players in that, that position. Or so. they've left
4: for a bit more. Oh, that's uh, right.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll wait and see. Um, Adrian's in South Marine before we get to the news. Fire away, mate.
2: G'day, boys. Now, uh Gazy, yes. enough of the back page ruffles. That's yeah. done. Thank you. Right. <laughs> okay. Thank you. it to bed. But let me, let me kick off your three-way uh, chat, right? Yes. That's your name. Three-way chat. I like you it. call, we speak. I
4: quite like it. I don't mind it. The three-wayer. Let's do menage-a-trois. <laughs> That's is that rude? I don't mean it in a rude way. Well, I mean, it, has a, there's, there's, it has an obvious
3: sexual connotation. What? When well, you're inviting people to a no, well, triangular a love affair with you and I, and I'm not all that interested doesn't in... doesn't to particular. be a love affair. It's a triangular oh, oh, conversation. I, I, I'm not interested in uh, menage-a-trois. Menage-a-trois. What about arvo anarchy? Arvo anarchy. anarchy in the arvos. Mm. In the arvo. Mm-hmm. No rules. Whatever you well, you know, give or take, obviously, but whatever you want to talk about, it's law of the jungle. <laughs> um what about that? Panic oh, in the other. It sounds a bit aggressive. It does a bit. We're gonna to get to the news. Uh, don't go anywhere, however, because there is a quiz. It's not Gazy's oh, traditional go. run home quiz, but it is a quiz nonetheless. It's, One thre- you know what it is? Go on. It's because of the success of the other quiz which
4: I put together. Oh. The sponsors have jumped on board, and now we've got to come up with another one
3: because uh, they want to get around it. one three hundred seven do not know what the quiz is all about. Looking I forward to it on the other side of this. If you want to participate, that is the number to get on the line uh, by doing so. And there is a $200 ballpark voucher. I was about to
4: say that. I'll say it again. There is a $200 ballpark voucher that's available. 200 bucks worth of voucher that you can spend With ballpark.
3: That is outstanding value. So that's the think music, I believe, that Rod's rolling uh, into the quiz. We've got a full board of people who want to participate in uh, an abbreviated version of your quiz, but it's a quiz nonetheless. It is, and it's the
4: Lumo Energy Cricket Quiz. Energy deals with no spin, switch to Lumo. And what we've got is a $200 ballpark voucher, and this is to... All the major events that are going on, yeah. you basically can get tickets to some of the major events. We're
3: basically giving you a life experience.
4: That's, that's the one. That's the best way to describe it. So it's a cracking prize. We've got three questions. It's quick. Uh, you've got to answer the third question correctly. Okay. It's as simple as that. It's a sort of a... Um, a bang, bang, bang! Play. yeah, yeah. It's a micro version of what we do. Like it. on the hey, uh, Wednesdays when you're on a good thing. Stick to it, bro. No need. It's a proven formula. Thank and we're going to start with uh, Adrian, who's out in Roval. A uh, good afternoon, Adrian. Afternoon, gentlemen. How are we? Yeah, well. it's going Thank you well. You. This is the LUMO Energy Cricket Quiz. So, as you suspect, uh, all questions related to cricket. Adrian, you've got to answer the third one. So you're going to have to answer three correctly to win the two hundred dollar ballpark voucher prize. Here we go First question All of Roval They are rooting for you Or barracking for you Like we say here in Australia Because that has other connotations What big bash team Does Todd Murphy play for? The
10: Sydney Sixers
4: Bang You're away Away Question two Who captains The Indian Test Cricket Team? Pajara No We'll go to Sam in Preston. Good afternoon, Sammy. G'day,
9: boys. How are you? Very yes. well, Samuel. Along,
4: Samuel. Who captains the Indian Test cricket
3: team?
9: Rishabh Sharma.
3: Bang! Very nicely done, Samuel. This is for the prize: two hundred dollars ballpark voucher. And you know what I'm going to do? A goddamn I'm, life experience coming your
4: way if you get this right. True, and I'm also going to throw in an eternity rose. That's uh,
3: Valentine's... It's a loud drum roll. And what do you do now that it's finished?
4: It's uh, Valentine spoil her with a rye, with a real rose dipped in genuine gold. Go to eternityrose.com.au. Super. You're also going to get a little some, something along those lines. Uh, how many uh-huh. batters... Are you listening, Once Sam? Once you give the rose. Yeah, Sam, are you listening? <laughs> yeah, mate. Good. How many batters do Australia have in the top 10
3: ICC test batter rankings? Oh, blimey. Let's go with three. No, Sam. Mickey. Mickey uh, Samuel. Michael's in
4: Caulfield. Good afternoon, Michael. G'day. How many batters do Australia have in the top 10 ICC test batter rankings, please? Um, I got two. No. Kyle's in Westburn. I'm not sure where Westburn is. Westburn, Wiesburn, Westburn. Good afternoon, Kyle. Yeah, West End near Warburton. Near Warburton. Nice, a beautiful part of the upper Upper Yarra. Lovely. How many batters do Australia have in the top ten ICC Test batter rankings? Four. Four, That's correct. Can you name them? you name them? I know Travis heads in there because he's saying something
9: about that. Ah, my Uzi.
3: Yes. Um, Smudge as well. Yes. Who? Smudge. Huh? His friend's calling Smudge. That's right. Steve Smith. Yeah. yeah,
4: Steve Smith. One more. It's a pretty obvious one, I would have thought. I, it,
2: I don't have to do this
3: for the prize. No, no. no, no. You this do not. Just... Your prize is yours, mate. This, this, is this, is, this guy is
4: actually number one on the list. Oh, Wow. Um, oh. Yeah,
3: oh, man. manu. yeah manu well.
4: Hey, you've picked up the extra little gift, the Eternity Rose. That's a lovely thing. And um, dip, that in,
3: dip, dip that in gold and no, away you already. go. It's genuinely
4: it's it's dipped in genuine gold. It is. And if anyone's interested in this, a little extra present on Valentine's Day, go to eternityrose.com.au. But the Lumo Energy
3: loves The Lumo from
4: Energy what? Cricket Quiz. It's a winner. We're on something here. Thanks to the good folk at Lumo Energy. And uh, the major prize you picked up is the $200 Ballpark voucher. Jump on our website, go to Ballpark, you'll see all the uh, activities that we're engaged in.
3: Tickets to everything.
4: And then you can, you've can you got 200 bucks worth of uh, tickets. Tickets
3: uh, to everything. Just repeating the magnificent news from earlier on today uh, as we look forward to and count down. Uh, to the opening ball of the first test in Nagpur. Adam Collins to join us on the other side of the break. But just repeating the magnificent news from earlier, Jack Robinson out of WA, the young oh. fella, triumphs at Pipeline, a magnificent <clears throat> performance by the young Australian surfer. The world is his oyster. About 45 minutes away from the first ball being bowled, the toss of the coin, all the various bits and pieces before one of the most anticipated test series for a long, long time gets underway. Australia visiting India. Adam Collins... Uh, heading up the eleven SEN Test Cricket commentary team from Nagpur, been good enough to give us a couple of minutes. Uh, I know you're running around like a uh, like a blue ass fly at the moment, Adam. So <laughs> you're as busy as hell. You're there. I don't know whether what sort of visual or physical access you've had to the pitch, mate. But from your perspective, tell us what you've seen.
6: Uh, I went out there this morning and had the quickest of looks, but Mike Kaspervitz has gone and done a pitch report for us right now, so we'll know more when our broadcast starts uh, in about, I think it's 45 minutes from now, but it's a gorgeous morning for it, not a cloud in the sky. Uh, The Australians are warming up at the moment. And look, at the commentary box window, looking down at the surface, it doesn't look as pronounced as it did a couple of days ago with the watering. It seems to have evened out the colour at least, but the expectation from all and sundry is it's going to jag and spin (laughs) from the get-go. I wouldn't be surprised if you see spin introduced inside the first 20 minutes
4: And any inkling on who the team will be for Australia?
6: Look, I, I'm looking over my right shoulder at Barat, who we, we think Todd Murphy's playing I mean, we don't know for sure, these things are, are unclear until uh, just before the toss when they, they give out the caps, but our sense is that Todd Murphy's a very strong chance to make his test debut. as is Surya for India, um, he was brought into the squad, of course we all saw what he did in the T20 World Cup late last year that'd be a big call from India um, to put him in the middle order so a lot
3: of speculation about who's not playing in, in both of the teams, particularly, you know, fr- from our perspective, the conversation has mm. be more on the Australians. But no Jasper uh, Boomer and, and no Rashard Pant. I mean, they, they are two significant uh, absentees from this Indian eleven.
6: Yeah, they'd be in any World eleven. Boomer would be in the top two or three fast bowlers in the world. And Rashard Pant had an extraordinary 2022. And, of course, we know what... Rishabh did against Australia back in Australia in uh, in 2020-21. That that extraordinary performance at the Gabba Sydney as well. So he's a huge out. Who they replace him with is still not yet clear. Um, They've got um, and KS Barat, who's yet to play a test match. He's been a, a domestic keeper for a long time. He, he's uh, their best wicket-keeping option. But they've also got Ishan Kishan, kind of similar to the Surya Kuma Yadav question. If they go with Ishan Kishan, who's known as a, a white ball plunderer, to wicket-keep for them. Uh, it'll probably help with runs, but they'll be paying a price with not having their best gloveman. So that age-old debate in, in Asia especially, do you play your best keeper or do you play someone who can make your runs?
4: And if, uh, if we... Uh, it... Murphy does come in. What's the likelihood, do you think, of uh, playing the three spinners?
6: I just can't see it happening. Look, Scott Bolt. The beauty of Scott Boland is he's so accurate. And remember, he was picked as being a dead pitch specialist back a couple of years ago at the MCG. The idea was that um, back at a length, back of a length, there for, for years on a pitch that didn't typically give a lot, a lot more in the last couple of years. It must be said, but that's why they selected him because he's so accurate. So on, on that basis, I can see him being used in the rotation as a as a hold up bowler. Anyway, Cummins will do what Cummins does, and then they'll have the two frontline spinners. Look, you couldn't rule out them playing Agar as well, by the way, and having a different configuration. We, we haven't talked about who's going to bat number six for Australia. Um, we know Green won't. Uh, that was ruled out yesterday at the press conference. Will they go with Renshaw, the incumbent, but a left-hander? Now, we know the pitch was set up to make it tough for left-handers. That, that seems to be, even with the look today, um, there's a spot on the pitch at the far end of the ground right outside the off stump for a lefty that's going to be problematic straight away. Do they go with Peter Hanscom? Great start to the Shield season. Um, enjoyed some success over here in India back in 2017, drawing that test, batting all day at Ranchi on a, on a, on a pitch that was turning square. Or maybe they do find some configuration where Kerry bat six, they use Agar as a floating all-rounder and use the three spinners and the two quicks. It's uh, all to be determined in about half an hour from now.
3: I can't remember as much speculation about an Australian Test 11 for a long time. Uh, Mm. It's going to be amazing, Adam. So we'll let you get back to it. Uh, 2.25, our local time. We'll be crossing to you guys for the toss of the coin and then uh, our ears will be glued to the wireless as we uh, watch this Test match um, unfold, mate. Good calling. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, fellas. Good man, Adam Collins, live from Nagpore, The team just about ready for what does promise to be uh, a phenomenal, phenomenal test series. Uh, menage a trois, Keith. Yes. You seem to think there was a, you know, <laughs> this is the meaning an arrangement in which three people share a sexual relationship, oh. typically a domestic situation okay. involving a couple and the lover of one of them. Okay. So you may be comfortable with that. No. I'm, I'm uncomfortable with that. I didn't know. I, I it was am that. uncomfortable with I that. Thought I thought it was I,
4: more generic. I have love people. for you,
3: but I don't want to. I don't want to have a. No, I don't have a sexual arrangement. No, with none you. whatsoever. I'm no. not interested in that. We'll put a line through that.
4: And there's nothing
3: wrong with that, by the way. Mm. If that's the way you are inclined.
4: No, Adrian actually SMS uh, on the temper text machine sent that in and said that uh, his French is awful, but uh, he believes it means in a sort of summary of what you're saying means. Uh, bed for three. Yeah,
3: well, that's not going that's to happen. That's not. That's a title. Yeah, it's not happening. Mm. Uh, so we'll have to workshop that. It's ten to two. I want to play a bit of. What short- about this? We're oh, going midavo matinee.
4: No, that was from Chris on the road. Not bad. Midavo not bad. matinee.
3: Nah, it's not bad, but mm. I don't think we can do better. Mm. It's ten to two. I just want to play a bit of Sean Payton, who's the new coach of the Denver Broncos. Yes. Something he said about Russell Wilson, something that Russell Wilson's been doing, their celebrated quarterback, who was a complete bust in his first year as a Bronco. That's harsh. Well, he was. But It's true. Uh, I want to play you something on the other side of the break. Give your thoughts. (laughs) That was interesting. Very, very interesting. What? Uh, What just took place. Uh, Sean Payton, a very successful uh, coach with the New Orleans Saints, took some time out, got into commentary. Uh, has now been appointed the coach of the underperforming Denver Broncos. They spent the farm, sold the farm, I should say, to get Russell Wilson into the house last year, the quarterback formerly of Seattle. He was poor, Russell Wilson, poor. Mm. Really, really poor. Now, Having been a very good player for a long period MVP, time. MVP, mate. Super Bowl champion. Correct. Now, it came to pass that in the wash-up of the season, Russell Wilson had his own coach, his own quarterback coach, that he brought with him into the organization. Sean Payton, the new coach of the – and they have quarterback coaches yeah. on these NFL rosters. Mm-hmm. The new coach of the Denver, Denver Broncos was asked about that recently, and this is what he had to say. Uh, uh, Russell Wilson had a, a personal coach, Jake Hughes, in the building with access who wasn't on the staff. Yeah,
6: I'm not too familiar with that.
3: How do you feel about um, players having their own people off the staff in the building, access to players? Yeah, that's –
1: foreign to me, that, that's not going to take place here. I mean, I, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with it,
2: but our staff will be here, our players will be here, and that'll be it.
3: Tata your own coach. If you're our player, mm. we'll, we'll employ the coaches, and they will coach you. Under, well, any circ- under any circumstance, can you see this being appropriate
4: behaviour by the player? Yes, provided there are strict boundaries, because a lot of the players, say for a basketball example, will have their own shooting coach. So Dirk Nowitzki had a guy in Europe that would come, and it's whether or not you want to give him access to the building when you're in season. And I think that provided there are boundaries and there is an understanding and there's been communication with that coach, you want your player to have the very best opportunity to be at, at peak form. So, the, But if the coach is now coming in and saying, well, no, no, don't worry about passing to him, run this play, do that... Completely inappropriate. But if it's like, listen, you got to get your weight more on your back foot or whatever it may be, and you've been with a guy for many years, and the player has confidence in you, then I don't necessarily see a whole lot wrong with that. So, either. what?
3: Are, so, on a typically on an NFL roster, there's going to be three quarterbacks, back up, and then a, and then a third just for you know, in cut, mm-hmm. in break glass in case of emergency type arrangement. So what do you do here if this is the case? Uh, Russell, you go over there with your coach uh, and our entire quarterback coaching staff. No, no. We're we're spending $1.75 million a year to employ US. You're creating a hypothetical that's unrealistic. That's not what happened. What what is happening?
4: This is what happened. So when you're there and when you're with the team, you are fully focused in on the coaches that are there and and that your personal coach has nothing to do with that. It's in those other times when you're doing the extras, when you're doing – are you, own, sure about, are you sure about this? Well, that's how it is in others, well, certainly in the sport I play, that you'll, you'll be giving access to that coach. Yeah, you want to get some shots up. Sean sure. Payton's not a fan. No, but he. that's what he, as he said, he's not aware of it. Maybe once he gets a full and comprehensive understanding. Now, if, it, if it's like he you're said, saying. He will not be getting coached. Get, no, but he didn't understand it. If it's like you're saying, I completely agree, out you go. You know, we don't need you here because it's only going to be confusing. It Victoria, depends
3: on the circumstances. Victoria 1 for 112 against Queensland. Marcus Harris, 73. Ashley Chandrasinga, 30. Going nicely. All right, we've, we've got half an hour to go. In fact, we've only got 22 minutes before we hand it over to the boys at Nagpur. Mm. And it's been an absolute... I can honestly say, hand on heart, this has been a joy. I'm looking forward to getting back to our, our, our family Is they still...
4: They'll be missing out because they normally get around us.
3: Look well, at getting the cricket today, so that's pretty special. We're back that's here true. tomorrow. You got two games of bas- basketball to call two. tonight, too. Two nil finals. You told us we we're going to spend considerable time on it. You haven't given anything to it, right? We've done a lot of basketball. Ryan Gardner's is about to join us. Great Playoffs, news for him. Uh, extended his contract to the Western Bulldogs, which mm. is awesome. Before we quickly, before we get to Ryan, Jeremy's in Geelong. And he had a sharp ear out, despite the fact that it's not 3 to 5.30. That's right. There is still a little secret sound being dropped in. Rod dropped it in. And, Jeremy, you heard it.
9: Yeah, beauty boy. <laughs> Excellent Hey, Jeremy, work.
4: happy days to you because you've picked up the Signet Boost Power Bank valued at fifty You've also got a double pass to the Summer Festival at the Valley on the 24th of February. It runs from the 21st to the 24th. Tickets at thevalley.com.au.
9: Fantastic! Thanks, guys. I've been trying all week to get through to you guys. Well, Jeremy,
4: you must be—you must listen for a lot because you're listening in the afternoon and you're listening here at the uh, a little earlier. I listen
9: to this again all the time while I'm
3: working. Listen to you boys all ah, every afternoon, mate. TSL, you're a good man. TSL, strong. Uh, Jeremy, well Time done. Thanks in- for listening. Thank you very much. Oh, nice. Enjoy the rest of the afternoon. Uh, play well and enjoy everything else that Gazy's just laid at your feet. See <laughs> some good stories in footy. Uh, blokes who have to work harder than others to get their crack at it, um, and they get their opportunity. They find that they can uh, cut it at the level and then they get some longevity in the caper. That's exactly what's happened to Ryan Gardner at the Western Bulldogs. He signed for another three years at the Dogs. Uh, it's been announced today out of the Western Bulldogs and he's been good enough to join us on the show. Hey, Ryan, congratulations, mate. It's a fantastic story.
5: Thanks very much for having me, guys. Yeah, no, I'm very, very excited. Um, yeah, like you said, it's just been a bit of a roller coaster of a journey for me. So it's, um, it's amazing to you know get a three-year deal.
3: When did you When did you really feel like you found your feet at this level? You've been given some tough jobs in the early stage of your AFL career. When, when did you feel like? Yeah, I reckon I'm. I reckon I can cut it at this level.
5: Yeah, I think um, definitely early on, I was I probably struggled a little bit, um, especially with the first few games, um, and then I think towards probably more um, when I did. My shoulders in that year so that was probably a year ago um I, yeah probably around then I started to realize that it's just more through continuity I think that I could um play at the level and started to believe in myself a bit more each game and I think just after time it's you know it's really sunk in and then obviously last year with playing 22 games I think that was really um you know a lot of confidence taken out of that year and I think that I started to really believe throughout the year that I could I could play at the level. Hey so,
4: Ryan, uh, go ahead. Hey Ryan, you know, Ryan? Uh, congratulations. I don't know if you were listening in uh, before you've jumped on and to have a chat with us. But but Andy and I were talking about uh, uh, Russell Wilson, your quarterback with with Denver, and how he has his own coach, and he has in the past, and they've got a new coach coming in, and and said, well, well, I don't quite understand that, and it's not going to be there. Do any of your players or you? Have your own personal coaches in addition to the coaching staff at the club?
5: Oh, gee, I definitely don't. Um, I don't think I don't think any players do. No, I, I mean, Bond probably uh, probably might. He's probably the only one I could probably think of. That, uh, apart from the guys at the club, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, we have external people who might help us with different parts of our game um, in terms of fitness. Some guys go and see different running coaches and different things like that, but. Apart from that, we're, we're pretty much with footy. It's just to do with our coaches that we have at the club.
3: So what have you had to work on most? What's been yours since you came into the level and you were giving you, your shot at it at, in the AFL? What have you been focusing mostly on?
5: Yeah, de- definitely just my defensive craft um, in terms of you know my one-on-one contests, win and loss. Um, and, and then obviously just a bit of marking as well, I think. No, I've always been um, someone who can spoil the ball, but I'm trying to learn to take more marks in the game. So um, I thought that really came out last year in my, uh, in my season, that I took a few more marks. And I think as you, the years go on and the more I get confident, the, the more I'll be able to go for those marks as well. Hey, I love it when I
4: hear stories, Andy, about players that perhaps might get a bit of perspective. And I reckon you fall in this category. Is it true that you were pulling pots at Yarraville Pub and then had some steam cleaning carpets after after being delisted by Geelong? If, in fact, that is true, that certainly would give you a bit more perspective than some of the young bloods coming through?
5: Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I was. I, um, I worked three different jobs. I would was pouring pints at the pub in Railway, at uh, the Railway in Garaville. Um I was working as a steam cleaner for a little bit there as well. And then I was also doing a bit of pick-packing at, um, at X-Blades Factory, just pretty much packing boots and sending them off mm. while I uh, studied as well. So, yeah, I, I definitely got a good perspective on what it was like not to um, be at an AFL club because was, I was similar to a lot of guys who would come out of school and went straight to an AFL um, program. So... It was a real eye opener for me, and I think now, um, you know, I'm, I'm really into my study and stuff like that, just so that when I finish footy, that I have something to fall back on.
3: Good man. Did, did you ever give up on the dream?
5: I never gave up. I think obviously when it when I got delisted, I definitely um, you know had the thoughts of you know what's next and you know if it was going to happen for me, but I always was confident that I could do it as long as I um, you know stuck to what I knew and, and worked hard and. I was yeah very lucky that obviously that mid-season draft came in the year that I got delisted and I uh, just decided that I'd go to a um, club that was aligned um, with an AFL club, a VFL club was aligned with an AFL club just because I thought that was your best opportunity to get picked back up again, and yeah just lucky enough that you know a few players happened to either retire or um, you know finish up so that I could yeah you know, take one of those spots that were there.
3: Who at the Western? We're talking to Ryan Gardner, who's just signed on for another three years at the Dogs. Is there someone at the Footy Club who's had the most faith in you that, that you connected with? Um, yeah,
5: I think for me personally, it's um, definitely Bevo and yeah. um, Rowan Smith. Those two. I mean, even early on, like I uh, touched on before, it was you know probably things didn't go my way early on in my career, especially playing my first few games and. I definitely found it hard, and they just stuck by me and kept giving me opportunities. And um, yeah, I owe a lot to Rowan Smith. He's he's definitely someone who's taken me under his wing and taught me everything he kind of knows about the game. And um, you know, he's really helped me kind of come out of myself and not be so insular um, when I'm on the field. So yeah, he he's a massive role to play in why I've um, made it to where I am.
4: Hey, the the family here, our audience, I've uh, got to it's come forward and. Uh, J-Dog has come through and said that you played the second half of last season with a a wrist injury and it required some s- postseason season surgery. How did that all come about?
5: Yeah, against um, Geelong in the first game, I actually landed on my hand the wrong way and it snapped the main ligament in my wrist. So
4: yeah.
5: um, I was lucky enough that I was able to play for the rest of the year with a bit of um, tape around the wrist that kind of held... Held it together, just kept dislocating every time I landed on it or did something wrong. So, oh, geez. Um, Jeez. Yeah, I was lucky in the end that had good physios around me that knew exactly what to kind of do and, and stop me from having surgery halfway through the year.
3: It's hard to be confident going for your marks or spoiling. If that's the case, mm. I imagine. Right? Was it? Was it <laughs> your non-dominant hand? Is that? Is that how you're able to manage it?
5: No, it was my dominant hand. Oh, um, Jesus yeah, Christ. Just, just lucky like it i mean the taping really helped it just stopped it from um it was just an uncomfortable feeling it wasn't a painful feeling it was just more that it almost felt like your um joint was dislocating so um with the tape on it never seemed to do that which was good so i just got through the year with with the tape right up my arm made it hard to kick so that was probably the only thing that changed (laughs)
3: hey what are intra club games like for you when you you know before you get stuck into the um you know the opportunity to test yourself against other clubs in a couple of weeks you'll have some um you know intra club stuff obviously that you're doing it's a fairly tall forward line that the uh that this footy club that you're part of is going to be able to assemble what's it like going up against those giants who might be able to fill those spots
5: oh yeah we've we've picked up a lot of tall timber now so we're quite a tall team um no it's 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 incredible. It's going to be amazing because we've got, obviously, um, Aaron Norton, who's had a lot of, you know, he gets a lot of good key defenders each week, sometimes even two. So to be having um, Rory Lobb down there and take a bit of the heat off him, I'm sure one of them is going to um, break free in games. So for those two, and then even down back now, having Liam Jones um, down there, he's super, you know, he's come into our club and had a massive impact straight away. He's someone who's uh, obviously got a lot of experience, but just the way he goes about his business um, at training is, He's such a professional and and um, he goes really hard at it. I can tell you that.
3: He's a ballistic animal. Yeah. There's no question about that. What do you reckon Sam Darcy's gonna develop into, Ryan? You've been around the game for a while now. You you know, you're in that sort of sweet spot as a twenty five year old where you've done the hard what what do you think what do you think Sam Darcy's gonna develop into?
5: Oh, I think he's gonna be an absolute gun, to be honest. He's um even just what he does at the moment, he's uh someone who if the ball gets kicked in his Anywhere near him, he just marks it. He's someone who's got extremely good skills. He's very well, he's a great kick as well for a tall guy. And um, yeah, like, like you're saying, he's only young, so he's only in his second year. And I can just see him being an absolute star, to be honest.
3: Positionally, have you got a. Would you be. You go, yeah, yeah, yeah just between us? Like, have you. Yeah, I reckon I could peg him as being in that, or, or is it too early to tell what he's going to develop into in that regard?
5: Oh, no, no, I, I honestly believe he's going to be that. He's just some of the things he does is just incredible, like, especially only being in his second year. So um, you know, we had a couple of match sims already where he's played down back and the ball's just been kicked near him and he just marks everything. He's, you know, racking up five or six intercept marks and in a match sim that only goes for probably forty minutes to that. So um, yeah, it's gonna be he's gonna be an amazing player and especially when he puts a bit more size on and He's just so like he's so versatile. You can play him everywhere. You can play him down forward, you play him down back, you can play him in the ruck when he gets a bit of size. So I just can't see him being anything less than that.
3: Well, mate, we know what you're going to be doing. Uh, you'll be a key part of the Bullies' uh, back half oh, again. Yes. Uh, you, you've got what you deserve, a, a three-year contract extension. You've worked hard to get it and you deserve it, mate. So well done. Top 10 of the BNF last year and may the next five, six, seven years at this level and beyond be everything you hope they'll be. Uh, thanks, thanks for joining us on the show.
5: Thanks very much, guys. Appreciate the time. Good on you, Good on
3: Ryan. you mate. Ryan Gardner, Tassie boy. Hang on, Andy. He won,
4: yeah, on. You said he's seventh in the uh, in the best and fairest. Mm. And, uh, off the screen here, he's also won the award, the Brad Johnson Best Team Player Award. Yeah, he did. No, he won that. So he must be highly respected. No, no doubt. I don't doubt. know how that voting goes. No, no, no,
3: no no, doubt about that. What do you need
4: to do to become the best team player? Be the best team player. Is it sort you of? Put well, team
3: before individual. And Help be the out best. around the club or sort or just, of on-field stuff. Oh, you you wouldn't know. But you wouldn't know how, about this. No, I'm just asking, Andy. No, these are the no, sorts of awards that Warren to... Giddy and yeah you know, Ray Gordon used to win because they'd put in, do all the things that no one saw. Yeah, you know, the Hollywood boys don't do have the worry blue about. collar stuff. Yeah, not the stuff you don't have to worry about. You, know, you no. and the Bont aren't doing that sort of stuff. You know, you're the thoroughbreds, mate. It's a bit disrespectful of the Bont
4: and you. Why? I'm being disrespectful to both of you. You've got to know your role,
3: Andy. It's <laughs>
1: sixteen past two. <laughs>